And we're live for another episode of Athletic Insights. We're joined here by uh, captain of the Bishop Skaters football team, Keegan Hughes. Keegan, how you doing? What's going on lately? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing really good. You're one of the, one of the very few who have made a, a second appearance on the podcast. So thank you very much for your time. Why don't you just take a minute here to uh, just really briefly reintroduce yourself, and then let's just get into the CFL Combine and how you've been preparing for the, uh, the regional sh- uh, showcase. Sounds good. Uh, like you said, Keegan Hughes, uh, captain of the Bishop Gators football team. Um, going into, well, this is my fifth year, technically. And um, what we've been doing so far for uh, going into, I was invited along with five other of my uh, teammates to go to the regional combine for the CFL draft. We're all very thankful and very excited. So what we've been doing is a few of us have been getting together and working on our uh, technique, as well as like uh, drill, Pacific drills you know specifically to help us weather technique for the combine testing are some of the drills you're being shown now completely new to you or is this kind of some stuff that you've kind of seen growing up through football it's definitely stuff that we've seen growing up through the years of football like there's some basic tests and then there's some position drills that we have to do but nothing is 100 percent new okay so nothing that's that's spooky or, or scares you you're pretty comfortable with what you're gonna have to do on at the combine yeah, exactly. Stuff we've done before, and now we just have to do it as best as we can. That's the thing about testing, man. I have some tips for you guys, but you only got like two, two attempts, you know. It's easy mm-hmm. to be physically gifted, but to perform on the spot, that's what they're looking for. Um, yeah. But let's back up a little bit here. Keegan, I really want to get some perspective on what, are some of, what have some of the challenges been, um, not just for yourself, but for you sports, um, for Canadian football um, over the last year and a half we've been in lockdown. Uh, well, personally, I've uh, had to deal with injury in my uh, broken foot, but uh, other than that, just the government and schools finding ways that they can coexist with sports and trying to find policies and rules that makes everyone happy. But the rules are always changing, so that means everything's always changing all the time, so there's nothing set in stone. So there's been a lot of having to go with the flow, which uh, is hard at first but as soon as you get organized you get used to it and then it becomes easier so was, was your training camp normal like walk me through the whole whole school year if you wouldn't mind so at the beginning around uh before september we kind of were put into limitations of what we could do so it started out as like we we're only allowed a certain amount of players on the practice field at a time and for a certain amount of time and then the other half of the players would come on for the other half of our practice time. So practice times was shorter and there was less guys, which isn't a total bad thing because we got, we were very efficient after the first couple goes at it and it was more personal because there was less players at the time. And then there was more restrictions and then more, and then eventually things got really bad. So we just had to stop completely. And, and that's where you guys are right now. You're just no football, you're locked down and it's just the combine guys preparing. At right now, everything is starting to get better. So the gyms are opening. That was the first step. So we were uh, like the restrictions. So only a certain amount of people allowed a time at a gym. And now the field's just been opened. So the same rules apply there. Only a certain amount of players allowed on the field at a time with a coach. And they have to maintain their distance and all COVID protocol and rules. So things are slowly getting better. But we have our field and we have our uh, weight room. So things are getting better. And how far are you out now from your combine? Uh, we have to have all of our uh, film in by April 10th. So April 10th for evaluation, and then when, when are you going for the testing? 
so it's uh, because of COVID, it's virtual combine. So we have to film all of our tests and send it to them. Okay, okay. So you guys just kind of get to do that whenever you want in a certain window? Uh, we just have to do it on our own time and we have to follow their protocols and their rules. Like they want certain film, like certain drills filmed at a certain angle and done a certain way. And then once we film those, we send them in our attempt. Do you think that's going to have any, not necessarily on yourself, because I know you're mentally resilient, Keegan, but do you think this, let's say, loss of the environment, loss of the experience, do you think that's going to have an effect on some of the athletes doing the virtual combine? For sure. And I mean, every athlete's different, right? I mean, some live for pressure and then some kind of crumble underneath it. So I hope that this will be advantage for some and then disadvantage for others because some will perform very well in the spotlight and they do their best, but just become mentally focused while others wouldn't do so well. So I think that this would have disadvantages and disadvantages for certain players. And I know you, you're going to do your thing when it comes time to test, but so what do you want the teams evaluating you to know about Keegan Hughes, numbers and football aside? That I will do anything that they ask me. <laughs> I will give it 100% and I will give it my best effort every time, no matter what it is they want me to do. Do you have any idea where you'd like to play? Because I know you're a pretty versatile guy. Like uh, position-wise, do you mean? And there's also some, there's going to be a lot of special teams opportunity for you as well. Oh, yeah. I'd love to play as many specials as I can, like all across the board. But essentially linebacker, depends on the team, though, and how they run their systems and how they want their positions. But essentially linebacker and every specials I can uh, be on. And Keegan, I'm sure you've, uh, you've seen what's going on with the CFL and the XFL, XFL and all the transition going on with football right now. Do you have any comment on, on any of it? Uh, no, I don't have any comment on it at the time. Do you, do, do you think it would be interesting, beneficial, or, um, or have a negative impact on the game if the CFL went to four downs and we kind of almost amalgamated with the American game, let's say? Well, I think it'll definitely be different for sure. And I mean, a lot of people are going to like it. A lot of people are going to dislike it. Everyone has a certain opinion on where it's going to go or how it's going to evolve. But I mean, at the end of the day, like if it works, it'll they'll continue the way it's going. But if it won't work, then we could always go back to the way things used to be, right? That's a good point. I'm really interested in how it's going to affect the umbrella of football. So. Obviously, if, if uh, the CFL and the XFL, let's say they adopt more American-style football, then, you know, then youth sports is going to have to address that, and high school is going to have to address that, and companies like my own are going to have to address that. So it's going to have a, a huge um, just effect across the board. I don't I'm, – I'm very similar to you, Keegan. I don't necessarily have an opinion. I like three-down football because it's what I played, and I was a receiver, so it's a little bit more pass-heavy. But I also think the merit of four-down football could also give a lot of young Canadians future NFL opportunities. Because, you know, as I know, there are guys here that are hidden that, you know, maybe they are better suited for the American game. So, um, you know, some, there's some of the other guys I'd love to talk to you about who are going to the combine that were supposed to be on this podcast, but we'll probably have to do that another time. So why don't you yeah. just give a, a little shout out to your boys, each one of them, and just give a little rundown for maybe there's some CFL coaches who want to get a little bit more insight. Oh, well, I could talk about my boys for days. I mean, they're my family. They're my brothers. They're great. They earned the spot they are right now, for sure, from when they started to where they are now. It's a huge development. I mean, Louv, 
he's a playmaker. He's just a natural athlete. Linebacker is his position. It just comes easy to him. He works hard, and he always gets in the right position. And if you give him a chance to make plays, he will. And he's shown that time and time again for our team. He's the guy. He, tons of tackles. When he needs to be when, – when the job needs to be done, he'll get it done. Lube is that dude for sure. For sure. And then Nico. Callum, one of my old roommates. Callum? Yeah, how's he doing? He looks like he's getting in the weight room a bit. Oh, he's definitely got in the weight room. If you've seen him, you can tell he's put on a lot of muscle, and he's he's getting ready. Things things are coming together for him. He's developing from when he first came here. I'm not sure because the combine says he's going as a receiver, but I know when he was. So if is he still going as a receiver? Or is he going as a DB? You're you you'd know better than me. I think so. Just for some context for the listeners at home, so Callum came in to Bishop's in my second last season, which ended up being my last. No, I had two years with Callum, actually. Um, he came in as a receiver, and we actually liked him on the offense. We thought he had a lot of potential. Um, unfor- not unfortunately. Fortunately for Callum, um, there was more of an opportunity for him to play on the defensive side. With his, you know, He's a 6'1", 6'2", lengthy athlete. So um, if he's going at receiver, that's, that's interesting. But I think his, probably his position at the next level would have to be free safety. That was good because he has a lot of speed with him. And he's, he's fearless, too. He'll drop a shoulder no matter how big that guy is. So that'll eventually help him with his aggression. So I, I think that he'll do well with his speed and his, uh, his fear, fearless ability. I think it'll bode well for him no matter what position he plays. And a few of these guys can come back, correct, for another year or two? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Lou and LP and Callum, they can come back and play no matter what happens, correct? So can, uh, so can Nico. Nico. And what about Sam? I think Sam can too, because he came in after me. Because I still have, because my I still have one more season too. Okay, so can you explain the eligibility for us a little bit? Because maybe you have some insights. Sure. So you have uh, seven years to play five years of football when you come to university, and I was going to play my last season of university football, but because of COVID, there was no games, so they froze my eligibility. And you're obviously, obviously the league's hoping that 2021 we have a football season, correct? Yes, correct. Um, and I've even seen some talks of Laval doing a jamboree. Do you know anything about that? I have not heard anything about that. Uh, but I know that our team is focused on the, like what we're going to do. And we're going to act like there's going to be a season and we're going to prepare as if there is one. Absolutely. So have you, again, this has been a really weird couple of years, year and a half for, for you sports football and uh, amateur athletics. So have you had any contact with any of the CFL teams doing pre-draft interviews, uh, asking you guys any questions, anything like that? Uh, no, but they, I know they're doing that at this time. So they're going through like their prospects to go through interview process at this time, I believe over uh, Zoom, FaceTime stuff like that so um, they'll let you know ahead of time like when your schedule can work with theirs and then they'll put you in the interview process i haven't been in the interview process but i know that is started okay very cool um it's just so different from when i came in as a young guy to what you guys are experiencing now um it was just so there was so much more accessibility for the cfl scouts to come in and just you know they sat down remember jamal they just they talked to him and we got to see that so we kind of got to learn about the process whereas so many of you guys are in the dark, and then now the rookies coming in are also going to be in the dark. How uh, how has COVID reflected like your guys's uh, 
role in recruitment? Are you still, are you guys on social media now kind of helping recruit or is, have you guys just been really focused on what you're doing and the coaches are doing, coaches are doing their thing? Well, uh, we have to really be focused on what our coaches are doing and what we're doing as a team because like the rules change all the time. So that means like when we're allowed to do something, we have to jump on that opportunity really quickly and to get organized really quickly and find times and schedules to get everyone or whoever can into that part. So it'd be like on the field, for example, like coach said, oh, we're allowed this many guys in the field at these times, put in your times. And then the team, like all the players would have to like check their schedule and see if it works, see if they can move things around to try to get on the field to get in some extra technique and sprinting and work. So, I mean, and then when we have social media, we have our uh, Instagram page that's newly been up. So. What's the, what's the Instagram? Give it a shout out. Gators football. Well, that's the new one. That's not Gators. Yep. It's just Gators football then? Just Gators football dedicated to us. That's just new the, this past week. But uh, like we said on social media, I mean, like guys are posting anything that we can to try to help get us noticed and get everything seen. And I got a question for you. I, I'm really curious. What do you think you're going to put up when you're, you're 40, your bench, and your broad jumps? Oof. I mean, we're just uh, in the technique work, so uh, my uh, my numbers are a little iffy for uh, those. But uh, if I were gonna have to guess, I, I'm gonna shoot for, uh, for right now. It'd probably be a four nine, probably around a five. But I'm hoping to get it down to four seven. We'll have to see. Bench. I mean, that's gonna take a big hit because I haven't been in the gym since November. I think you're gonna see that trend for sure. Um, I think there's going to be a, maybe a couple guys that maybe had access to everything the whole time, but I think yeah. 90% of the guys in this year's draft, especially from the Canadian programs, you're, you're probably going to see the average uh, two to three to four reps, probably lower. Um, so I think it's more going to be relative for you guys than the absolute value. Yeah. A lot of my speed work, I feel it's didn't, I didn't take as much of a hit because I could work on that on my own. So I feel like if I just work on the technique to try to get those numbers down as low as I can and trust the process, it'll be okay. But bench, I'm hoping for double digits. But like I said, it's been a long time since I've been in the gym. So I got put a lot of work into that. And Keith, you're a guy, I think you came in and you remember like all the moments. So you, you must have remembered your, one of your first practices, your first training camps at Bishops. And every, I think it might have been Mackie your first year. And he kind of gave us a speech about seconds, you know. You could start for five years and you're still playing a handful of seconds of football. Um, and now, snap your finger, you're the captain, you're the vet, you're the senior in your last year. So what do you want the, the guys coming into Bishops and the guys taking the reins from you, kind of just to know about the process moving forward, especially if they want to end up with your opportunity of a national or regional, regional uh, combine opportunity? Go all in. You can't play the sport forever, so you might as well do every moment, everything you can, the best you can. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's scary to trust something that you don't know or how it's going to affect your future, but you just got to put a trust in the coaches and the process, and it'll all work out. Perfect. Keen, when do you, you graduate this fall as well? I'll be, grad I'll be done school and football in December at the same time. Congratulations. Thank you. And Keegan, do you have a take-home message for us before we let you go? I do, yes. So – with everything going on, you have to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is if you're comfortable and you're going through the motions, you're not growing, you're not 
getting any better. So you have to get uncomfortable when you're doing everything you can. That includes school, training, everything you can. You got to be uncomfortable to learn how to grow. And the more you grow, the more you can be able to do. I couldn't agree more, man. You took the words right out of my mouth. So, hey, I'm wishing you the absolute best luck with your training. If you need anything, you let me know. You want to come down to the new facility, do some speed work. Anytime, brother. Have a great weekend. This was season three, episode 11 of Athletic Insights. Keegan, thank you so much for your time.